We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. And we begin this afternoon with Mayor Adams's tour of a Queens neighborhood, which got a significant amount of the floodwaters the other day, and the question of whether our infrastructure did what it was supposed to do. He was also asked about the city's response to it all, especially when it came to kids in school. Newsman Roger Stern leading the broadcast this afternoon. The mayor is visiting a neighborhood called Jewel Streets. The streets are named after gems. It's along the Brooklyn-Queens border in Lindenwood, and it had flooded. Officially, the mayor is here to inspect damage and infrastructure, but he's also meeting with reporters who are likely to press the mayor on the city's response to the flooding. The mayor had met with the media at noon on Friday, well after the flooding had paralyzed the city. Adams later defended himself, saying of the weather forecast, if anyone was caught off guard, they had to be living under a rock. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Lindenwood along the Brooklyn-Queens border. Meantime, the mayor leaves for Mexico City later today, the start of a multi-city tour where he'll visit places where migrants are coming from to New York City and discuss issues with his counterparts and maybe come up with some new strategies. Meantime, the legal aid folks are responding to a motion his honor filed to suspend New York's landmark right to shelter law. He says it's outdated, but Josh Goldfein with Legal Aid says it's not a good idea to weaken that law. The right to shelter is uh, a basic guarantee that should apply to everyone. Um, and any steps that the city takes to weaken that uh, will would cause a ripple effect that would that would uh, call into question the meaning of the right to shelter for everyone. The mayor would rather limit grown adults to 30 days in a shelter instead of 60. And before that, what is 100 days or over 100 days? He says we don't have anywhere to house all these folks, so we need to start limiting that. So we'll see what happens. From the Bronx, an update now, a new classification, if you will, stemming from the death of an infant found in an apartment. Almost 18 months to the day of the death of this six-month-old baby girl. Cops in the 45th precinct are now telling us they're investigating this death of the infant as a homicide. It was back in April 3rd, 2022, that cops and EMS were called to the Throsnick houses. It's his project here on Calhoun Avenue. And they went up to apartment 3C where they found the child, Delada Crespo, not breathing, unconscious, in the bathtub. She was rushed to Jacoby Hospital where she later died. Now, an autopsy was not conducted at the time, but we're told the medical examiner did determine the cause of death was drowning. But today, this declaration of homicide, no indication who may be a suspect in all of this, and what the foul play is that they're looking at. Glenn Shock 1010 wins a 92.3 FM in Throgs Net. 
Pet lovers, if you ask for it every now and then, you get your wish. This is a pretty big deal in New York, the Tompkins Square Halloween Dog Fest. Back on, yep. Organizers say initially they scrapped it because of skyrocketing costs and street closure and activity permitting fees. But the parade organizer, Joseph Bourdoon, tells 1010 Wins he got this phone call from City Hall saying, nope, we must do this. It's a New York staple. Last week at this time, I deleted all my emails, deleted all my contacts, and I'm like, it's about Thanksgiving now. Halloween doesn't exist. But then the mayor reached out and said he wants this to happen. A sponsor contacted me within the same hour and said, hey, we want to help. We'll pay for it. And there you go. So now the Bark Fest will go on as planned for its 33rd year. They're still working out the details, but it'll place place on um, it'll go down Avenue B from East 6th Street to East 14th Street. They'll also set up a big stage. Happens October 21st from 1 to 3 in the afternoon. Out on Fire Island, they're calling on the Fed to come in and help with a progressive problem. The doggone beach is disappearing. There's an erosion problem caused by all these storms we keep uh, getting in here. Fire Island residents say many, many feet of sand over the years has been lost because of erosion. Supervisor for Brookhaven Town Ed Romaine tells me the Army Corps of Engineers will be replenishing the beaches on the western end, but not the eastern end of the island until possibly 2025. If we get another storm, we're going to lose part of Fire Island and we're going to see breaches. He says tourists from all over come to the island and without the beaches, businesses would suffer. There's a number of people that live there. This is an economic driver. It is a vacation resort. He hopes the Army Corps of Engineers hears his plea and changes their plans and instead will replenish the sand on the entire island. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Suffolk County, Long Island. Looks like former New York Mayor Bill de Blasio is switching islands. That is, the longtime Brooklyn resident reportedly signed a one-year lease on a one-bedroom apartment on the Upper West in Lincoln Square, right there near Columbus Circle. A source saying he wanted to try something new, so he'll be splitting time between his new bachelor digs and his brownstone in Park Slope. By the way, he and Shirley McRae have not divorced, but the Times did a piece on them saying the couple has announced that they're separating and that they'll date other people. One report says the mayor has changed his do and his hair color. Somebody said, oh, a big giant playboy. And the gossip fence says his new place is also near the West 63rd Street bar where he was reportedly seen with an unidentified woman. But that ain't none of my business. I'm just saying since he left City Hall, de Blasio has been teaching public policy once a week at NYU. In other news, an NYPD officer indicted for repeatedly punching a man over a dozen times while responding to a 911 call about a teen in crisis. 36-year-old Sergeant Christian Zapata is facing an assault charge now. This after allegedly beating the boyfriend of the child's mother. They say the guy asked responding officers to put on face masks, which they refused. And then he went to check on the kid in crisis, but he was told that he was interfering. As officers walked the man down a hallway, the indictment says he swatted one of the cop's hands away. And that's when Zapata allegedly went crazy, stepped in and started hitting him. Zapata pleading not guilty. He was released on his own recognizance. A Brooklyn social justice advocate stabbed to death early Monday morning and police still out there looking for his killer. Ryan Carson and his girlfriend got up from their bench at the bus stop and began walking. A man who had been knocking down mopeds says to Carson, what are you looking at? Chief of Detectives Joseph Kenny says Carson got between the man and his girlfriend. This male then produces a knife and swings it at Mr. Carson, who begins to back up. Mr. Carson eventually trips and falls to the ground. He kicks him, threatens the girlfriend, spits in her face and runs. Earlier, Chief Kenny says... The person that did the stabbing was seen on the corner 
with a female acting very agitated prior to the stabbing incident. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. The woman ran towards the couple and called for help. Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. I saw that video and that was heartbreaking. They need to find him by the end of this newscast. The victim was a campaign manager with the New York Public Interest Research Group, most recently doing work on recycling and solid waste issues and was also an advocate for safe injection sites. New York City subways are old. Well, duh, we're talking more than 100 years old here. The MTA out with a huge new plan now to modernize the system, which includes replacing over 5,000 subway and commuter rail cars and having the buses go all electric. The president of MTA Construction and Development, Jamie Torres Springer, says the subway system dealing with some pretty serious threats here. The three existential threats that are driving this assessment are the age of our infrastructure, climate change, after last week, we probably don't need to convince anyone. And evolving rider needs, our riders are changing. Everything from remote work to the expectation of up-to-the-second friction-free travel information and digital connectivity. The 165-page plan came out of a 20-year needs assessment. The Citizen Budget Commission is out with a statement, though, saying the report does a good job of talking about the subway system's issues and the need for repairs, but it does not tell us just how much all this is going to cost. Or who's going to pay for it? You know, it's always a question who's going to pay. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.